Hi everybody, welcome to the third episode of Architecture, Business, and Design. I'm with Emmanuel Slasberg, Director of Strategy for Centro Ready. How are you? Fine, thanks. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. I know, sure. I know you're very busy. Sometimes, mostly, yes. No, it's very, it's it's a great honor to be here and it's really incredible to see the space and um, all the craftsmanship that goes on in Thank here. You. So. Thank you. Yeah. So what does the word architecture mean to you? Oh, so architecture comes in a lot of different forms, I think, but really it's about having the vision to create something that doesn't yet exist and putting it all together. And so um, we at Cetra Ruddy have the practice of not just having the design aspect, but also making sure that our projects get built, both on the architectural side and on the interior design side. So. It's really the whole process, bringing all trades together, all the people together, and using design to create value and and thinking in an innovative way, so that uh, really it affects everyone at large. I mean, that's that's the commitment as an architect that you have is you want to envision a better place and create. I mean, our our practice really focuses on the sense of home, creating a sense of belonging in a place. So that's, that's a loaded question. Yes. Uh, and so that's our take on it. So with such a big firm as, as Cetra Ruddy, do you guys, when you, when you begin to work for such a firm, is there like a sense of mission? Is there a, 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 something that they teach you early on of what the company wants to bring to the world? Or is it just bring your own, bring your own mission and let's see how it can That's actually a really good question. So we just celebrated our 30 years and mm -hmm. there's definitely a, a philosophy that That's we have, good. right? And and we actually, <clears throat> for our 30 years, decided we were going to a little bit more formalize these and we call them pillars. Uh -huh. So we have six pillars and actually they're on our website and we um, have a subset said celebrating, you know, CR mm -hmm. celebrates. And we decided to formalize these pillars because we do it anyway, but it was great for everyone to know what they were. Yeah. And um, so one of them, for example, is architecture is home, every project has a journey, um, and so on and so forth. So, so we do have this commitment to quality, which isn't always said, uh, mm -hmm. but it's practiced. And, and then ideas, of, obviously ideas come in different ways because every individual brings in it. A different way so it's really about the process mm -hmm. um, that everyone can bring in to reach that goal of quality um, sense of belonging commitment to place commitment to to design really and, and making again going back to why do you become an architect or why are you an interior designer is really to create spaces that make sense that inspire so how does your role at central ready play into that so my role is a little bit of a, of a hybrid, I would call mm -hmm. it. Um, so my role as director of strategy is uh, to take the firm and look at what we've done and try to think about where we want to go. Um, you know, and in the same way that at a job interview, like, where do you want to be five years from now? You know, what do you see yourself as? So, so I work with the founding principles and the principals and the partners and, and we all have a conversation and then I, you know, we take that on every aspect from how we design to how we do our projects to how we communicate the projects um, at large and and then I'm in my role really encompasses everything that's outward facing. So 
Um, it's really a triumvirate, I call it, uh, based on business development, public relations, and marketing. And so putting all of that together, the tri I call it the triangle, um, and all centered, and then you draw a circle around the triangle, and it's all about the strategy at the core, and then how you disseminate it out. So that's my role where we, you know, you can design incredible things and be a great architect and great interior designer, but unless, as we all know, unless the world knows about it, yeah. no, it, <laughs> you're not going to reach the audience and, and architects need clients and hopefully clients need architects and, and interior designers. So, so that's my role is, is to make it clear what our value is, how we are innovative, what we, how, what our approach is, um, so that in the end, it's clear why somebody would want to work with us and hopefully the value is a lot. So how long have you been in the, in the industry? Um, so I, I have a master's in architecture and so I started out as an architect mm -hmm. uh, and then I went to the dot-com world and then I went to the branding world and then I'm sort of back into the, I'm not sort of, I am back into the world of architecture. Mm -hmm. Um, so without giving away too many years of age, um, I would say I've been at Cetra Ready for about 10 years now, but I've known them for much longer, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And it's really a, a great place where I've been able to, um, you know, design, I would say, you know, I'm not designing buildings, but I'm, I, I joke and I say I design the future in a way. Um, how do we get there? So, um, yeah, so I've been there for a while and, and bringing all of my experience in. Yeah. To do what I do, which is really so valuable, and um, I feel really fortunate to do that. So the reason I ask is because obviously the, there's a lot of talk of, that the world is changing every day, every minute. <laughs> so <laughs> I ask a, a lot of people this: How how have you seen the, the industry change from when you started to to now? I think you know there, it's it's on so many levels. Um, number one, how we work in terms of um, the technology, you know, uh, so. You know, you go, when I was in school, it was like the end of drawing by hand and every, and AutoCAD started and now AutoCAD has come up to BIM, which is, a, you know, with the 3D modeling. So essentially we, instead of working on paper, how we work with the engineers, how we work with our clients is really changing. The speed is changing because, um, you know, all of a sudden, uh, if a, a duct, you know, doesn't fit and it hits the column, then the structural engineer knows, then the mechanical engineer knows, and, and of course we have to resolve it so that it doesn't look like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so speed is one. Uh, I think the other thing is that when I, you know, there was no job in the, in terms of the marketing of architecture, it was not really a very formal position. I mean, this is a role that has grown through the years because uh, in the past, you know, you're an architect, you know, you get published by a magazine or an interior designer, you get published by a magazine or you know people and then you get published and that's how you get work. And now I think the world is changing where there is more competition in some ways or you just have to really distinguish yourself a lot more clearly mm -hmm. so that people really understand what you're about. So if, if, because there's going to be architects and interior designers listening to this. Mm -hmm. If they're looking to, they've been working for a firm for three or four years and they're looking to branch out on their own, what recommendations would you give them to kind of begin mm -hmm. to get their message out? Right. Well, so that's very interesting because it's not something 
they really teach you in well or I don't know maybe now they do but they don't really teach you that in school there are just so many things to learn from the technical side on the design side um, so I would say that the number one thing is to let people know that you exist right so uh, you know now it's a whole other world in terms of social media uh, there are people who obviously have professions in that now you know there are positions in, in design firms that do that but if you can as a single practitioner right like mm -hmm. that's a very different yeah. thing than having a group um, you know let your clients know who you are I mean you don't have a job you don't have a business unless you have clients and so the question is who do you want your clients to be think about that who are your clients that you bring value to that you like working with and then where are they what do they care about and go and follow them and go and understand what they value in on social media on um, on anything essentially you know on um, and, and then of course let and, and go and network I mean really in person that's the other thing that I think um, is is somewhat getting lost um, in terms of people who uh, are younger they think everything happens on social media and they connect on social media but in the end there is a sense of community and when you show up physically in the same place get involved in organizations in a consistent way and participate then you really become you know then that helps you be there and it's very hard because you're busy actually doing the work and trying to get out there and you know and that's why larger firms have departments for that <laughs> but that's what i would say i would say be you know try to get out there physically digitally and be clear about what you want to do and what your message is. So, Central Rutting's reputation and influence seem to be growing all the time. Your firm is known for urban multifamily innovations, and lately we've heard about your work on the Lincoln Square Synagogue, the office complex on 15th Street, and new school projects too. How did this expansion and growth happen? So, again, you know, part of what it wasn't an accident. Um, and things uh, are intentional and that's part of what we were talking about before where mm -hmm. if you have a vision and a strategy and you make a plan for how you get there there's there's an intent and so um, a while back we a while back meaning uh, you know about almost eight nine years ago we decided that we definitely have been very prolific in the multifamily, urban multifamily market. And we really wanted to do also for our ability to design, because you don't always mm -hmm. want to do the same thing, at least not at such a writing, right? Yeah. So, um, so in doing that, we really, we did it in three, you know, many different ways. But one of the things is we, we had the fortunate, um, the fortune actually, the luck of having clients or people who have experienced our buildings, um, who said we love what you do come do it in India oh. so that's one way that we were able to do that and really uh, you know good work speaks for itself when people are experiencing it and so that actually brought us to India and we did a marina resort in India and then after that really the way that you work with your clients if it's a successful relationship it doesn't matter if you're building a resort because now we're building three schools for the same client and so again the relationship is is great so that's one way of doing it. and another way that we've been able to do it is really having the intent of putting our reputation out there like i said on pr and um and getting out there in social media um, in newspapers and, and i mean it sounds print not print whatever 
Um, and, and so through that, we were able um, to a, a, a Toronto firm, a Toronto developer reached out to us and said, I, we, you need to do our next building in Toronto. Um, you know, we've seen your buildings at Madison. We've seen your different types of buildings and all of a sudden um, that, you know, they hired us to do that. So again, and there was an intent, the message we were putting out yeah. there, the quality of the work and all of that. So that's, you know, that's through public relations, how mm -hmm. we were able to get um, how to expand and, and we did and the same thing happened because we did a restaurant in London and all of a sudden another client said you have to do our next restaurant in Manchester United Kingdom um, and then of course getting out there right yeah. and 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 being there as I said you know mm -hmm. it's not just about being there on social media you got to go out there and be part of shake organizations hands. shake hands and so we were able to to do that um, and do a commercial office building in you know in new york on 15th street which is it actually it's incredible because it's both a landmark there's a landmark portion of it and then there's a new construction so it's it's these very interesting projects where hopefully people come to you because you know how to solve the issue and mm -hmm. do the design and get it built so central already does residential does hospitality commercial educational Right, so we do, there are two educational, we, we work on uh, K through 12 schools as well as with universities. So the government reaches out to you? Or is it uh, so there, so there are some, most of them are private. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so which is the, the Central Rodeo? For have, now. Yeah. 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 Does Central Rodeo have a preference or is there a project that they're most proud of that companies like Oh, uh, there's so many, you know. Poster. Yeah, well, you know, so there's so many and some of the projects that some of the principals are most proud of are not actually the the biggest ones, um, but they. I mean, essentially, it's it's all about our commitment to, as I said, quality and to really ha solving a a, a problem right mm -hmm. through the language of design mm -hmm. and really the most our most successful projects, whether again whether they are um, landmark buildings or you know eight hundred foot towers or or um, or a student residence hall or a classroom for children. It's it's really not about the scale, it's about the ability to again have the success where it's part of that place. Mm -hmm. It brings something where people feel like they belong and there's a sense of home again, even if it's um, a hotel or an office building there's you it's just there and it's and it enhances that and um we did a project called walker tower on uh, west 18th street mm -hmm. and it's an old verizon building and uh we were able to the, the lobby for example i mean we did the whole building and we re, we enhanced the facade and our most proud point is that nobody knows what was the original 1927 building and what is not and that's Part of oh, what, wow. yeah. So, so you walk into a lobby and you think it's been there, but really the design. It was a pink stucco wall, and now it's this very, very um, carefully thought through, detailed lobby with with dark marble and and these incredible geometric details, which you would think were Art Deco, mm -hmm. but are actually rethought of as today and so bringing things to life in that are relevant for today but with the sensitivity that you have of a place of a history of a building uh, with respect to what happened in the past is also uh, really important to us 
On the other hand, you know, we have one Madison, we have a new project that's almost complete, which, called, which is called Arrow on West 53rd Street. And it's a white curvilinear skyscraper and it looks nothing like anything we've done. Yeah. And so for us, it's incredible to be able to have that flexibility because again, it's not about the style, it's, mm -hmm. it's about creating that value for that place yeah. in that space. And, um, you know, so, mm -hmm. so we, and, and we do it for synagogues and we do it for schools yeah. and we do it for residence halls. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had a beautiful building at Teachers College um, up at Columbia University mm -hmm. and it's this incredible Emory Roth building and the detail and, and we decided instead of, you know, rethinking the whole lobby, which is marble and it has a lounge and it had wood panel, we said we should just restore that. It's the wood panel I'm talking about, mm -hmm. the marble was just, I mean, it was too gorgeous to even touch, so. Um, but, you know, and then how do people live in it today, mm -hmm. right? Because that's the thing. So, uh, again, the I, I want to help the architects and interior designers mm -hmm. that are just getting started. I think as human beings, we are very certainty-oriented. We want to be very careful, make sure everything's working perfectly. But I'm sure, as you know, and as I've learned, nothing ever goes as planned never never <laughs> so what what is your philosophy with dealing with the unknowns and the interruptions the things that you weren't planning on happening and then like it or not you have to deal with it right. how do you deal with that so you know someone just got out of college they just got hired they made a huge mistake right they're freaking out right how, how do you how did you deal with that early on or what's your philosophy so how did how did i deal with that or how do i deal with that today for somebody who makes a mistake or both i guess both okay uh, well, in the past, how did I deal with that? Um, I, I think you just have to be honest when you make a mistake mm -hmm. that you've made a mistake uh, and just wish and hope for the best. Yeah. Um, you know, um, today, you know, there's actually a joke about uh, a lawyer um, or some, I don't know, some businessman and, and, uh, and, and the, the young protege comes in and, and essentially makes the company lose millions of dollars and so the you know the boss calls this person in and said and the person's like oh my gosh i'm gonna get fired what am i gonna do and and so they call him in and he's like all right all right go back to work and this is your next project blah 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 and the person's like i thought you were gonna fire me he's like fire you he's like i just spent millions of dollars educating you why would i fire you <laughs> right so so i think you know i think there's a sense of um you know you have to have one has to have faith that things are going to go fine and i think it's not what you do it's how you you communicate what you've done because nothing ever goes right and you know when you're working with with a whole bunch of teams of consultants and then you know as the architect you're responsible and to the client you know there has to be an, a good rapport mm -hmm. and ultimately it's it's about talking to people and communicating that because you know i mean everything i read is all about well the your best chance at success is to be flexible yeah. and adaptive yeah. like you have to be able to adapt mm -hmm. not to do the same thing 50 times but to able to sort of adapt and mm -hmm. you adapt because you listen to people you listen how they're thinking about something you your understanding of oh my gosh their pressure is this and they're if they don't do this so again you know, for younger people, for, for practitioners, just, you know, at some point, 
you've made a mistake, you try to fix it, and you, instead of saying, trying to cover it up and saying, well, I have to give it to you in five days, or just say, I wasn't able to do it in this way, I am now have a thought, I'm going to do it this way because of this and this. And I think people understand that at some level. Mm -hmm. so. so with Central Ready, what's the most satisfying part of your job? So the most satisfying part of my job is really the ability to have um, we, we meet on a yearly basis and say, okay, what are we, what are we going to accomplish this year? And we meet as a team. And part of the satisfaction is at the end of the year, we look back and we're like, what, what did we do? And, and we realize that we, we do a lot and that um, being able to see that, I mean, again, I don't design the buildings, but, but that's my, you know, that's my satisfaction of, you know, hopefully being a team and, and creating all of those things mm -hmm. that we said we were going to achieve. And also working with, with people internally and really having an incredible amount of talent that I get to, to talk about and, 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 and move things forward in that way. And I mentioned to you, you know, we, we did this campaign for our 30 years to, to really bring all of what we are together in a hopefully more clear way. Um, so being able to achieve and, and enhance and have and really reach the potential of the firm for me is the most satisfying part. You know, from the idea to, to the implementation, yeah. which is really architecture, but it's yeah. not about buildings. <laughs> so when you're designing strategy, do you are you by yourself in an office or do you sit down? No, no, it's it's. A, I mean, there you know you you can't. I mean, there are ideas, of course. You know, there are mm -hmm. thoughts and how you get there, but but it's it's a team. I mean, there you know there are founding principles, there are partners, there are principles, and ultimately we all have to have the buy-in that this yeah. is what we all want to do at some level. Mm -hmm. You know that this this is going to work, and then you know how we do it. It's really an art. You know, there's no science to, um, okay, we're going to go get a job, or okay, we're going. It's it's. I mean, there's there's a practice, but as you said, it's so many things are unexpected. So how do you how do you do it? I, I actually was at an event where Venus Williams was speaking, and she said. Uh, she was asked because she she has um, you know, she she has some side businesses and she said they said well what did you learn in tennis uh, what did tennis teach you mm -hmm. in you know to run these other businesses I said she said really simply she's like keep your eye on the ball so if you keep your eye on your goal and and things happen then that's you know it's like going somewhere and saying okay I'm gonna go to a destination yeah how you get there you, there, you know there's a train there's a bus. You hitch a ride, you get a skateboard, however it is, you don't really know, yeah. and there's so many different ways to get there, but that you get there, that's where you want to go. The plan may change, but the goal never does, right? Right, like the destination <laughs> is the destination, mm -hmm. but, you know, I mean, really, who thought that, you know, we were going to do, we were going to be in Toronto doing a building, or who mm -hmm. thought that, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think, you know, who thought we were going to do a restaurant in Manchester or in Miami or, you know, all, all because, um, you know, the, but the goal was we want to do more hospitality. How do we, mm -hmm. you know, that's really what we love and we're dedicated to doing that. Or we want to do more student, you know, residential halls or we want to work with universities to create the sense of home where the students just come in from home. You know, how do they feel that they belong? 
So let's say you you set the goal for the year, mm-hmm. and you want goals. to do goals, <laughs> and you want to do more commercial or hospitality. Mm-hmm. And someone comes to you and says, "Hey, I need this huge residential building mm-hmm. on Park Avenue." Do you, what do you? Do you so when, when somebody says to me that you know, first of all, it's like I, you know, we're so there's there are two types of efforts, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody says, um, you know, I want to do. Well, I want to hire you to do a big, we will do it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not, it's not when somebody comes to me and says, I want to hire you. I say, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the challenge is not that saying mm-hmm. yes or no to that. I mean, in some cases, some projects aren't right for us because they're, they're yeah. So, so some clients don't really want Cetra Ready for what we do. I mean, very rarely, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, but so you have to say, okay, well, this isn't really going to work out this we're not the right fit for this project but when you're trying to actively go out there which is very different than you know somebody coming in right so it's like pushing pulling you know that in you know if you're in technology um so when you have to push out your message then it's great if someone says hey let's do a commercial building together or hey let's do you know a museum together you know um and they hire you for different reasons. Well, you're a real expert because you know these historic buildings, or you're an expert because you understand how people, or you know, the branding of architecture, meaning the how do you brand the space so that it feels like that's its own thing, where it's not mm-hmm. cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter. So considering the firm's growth in the UK, Toronto, India, I wonder what's next for Central Right. So, you know, part of part of what we've been very fortunate to have is this, as I said, this organic mm-hmm. growth. Um, and in some cases organic through clients, in some cases intentional through public relations and our reputation. Um, and and so we're looking to now that we have these diversified locations, create more um, more traction in those markets because again it's a smart thing to do where we've already been in the markets we've mm-hmm. already we're already known maybe not as much as other people but um, to really use that and so look further into Toronto which is a really incredible place and so much happening there uh, look further into all the UK and London and um, and Miami and trying trying really to go uh, where because again our practice is really more focused on uh, in urban in the urban fabric um, although we're you know we have a project now in sort of suburban New Jersey where they want that city feel and they want all that sort of sense of place that has a lot of activity so then they come to us for that so that's you know we're, we're looking to be smart about how we do it yeah well Thank you so much for coming by. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. So nice talking to you. Uh, Central Ruddy is obviously a very huge firm. I think everyone looks up to it and would love to get to know it. So um, how can somebody reach out to the firm or I guess reach out sure. to you? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I mean, very simply, um, you know, PR at Central Ruddy, that's an email that mm-hmm. my entire team gets and um, would love to get your feedback. And if there are any other interesting questions or what have you happy happy to happy to do that so yeah no and actually you know the other thing is 
You know, if uh, there, I, I've lectured in different places about marketing because, again, it's it's not it hasn't up to now for the industry been a very formal. There is an organization called SMPS, Society for Marketing and Professional Services, which is really focused on this aspect of the industry for the AEC industry. Um, and there's a lot of research out there, so I would highly suggest to go there. Mm -hmm. uh, and in general, it's it's. Um, it's a growing, it's a growing field within the architecture industry, and it helps you do business better. I think. I hope. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having me. Yes.